Hello, Ridge Runner Nation. We're back and better than ever with a new edition of the Weekly Rundown, where we talk about all things trail and ultra running from Southeast Ohio and all the running news from the East Coast. I'm your host, the faster host, Michael Owen. And I'm the better host, Wesley Harton. This week we're coming to you from the OVRC studios. This week we will cover the Buzzer Day Trail Races, Ohio's Backyard Ultra Race Preview, and more. We'll also highlight all the running news from the East Coast and the world of Strava. But first, a look at the Paul Barty streak. Paul Barty decided to get into the holiday spirit this week by extending his half marathon distance streak to 431 weeks. That's getting up there. That is. With this 13.35 mile run on March 14th. It's not really a holiday though, but it is Pi Day. That's hmm. uh, 3.14, hmm. which is pie. You know what that is? Yeah, I do. It's a uh, key lime and some apple and cherry. Uh, yeah, pumpkin. Uh, however, what's more impressive this week is that in case you didn't know what Barty looked like, he posted this selfie for all to see what he looks like. Pretty interesting there. Yeah, yikes. And uh, Earl of Pearl took to the comments, just let us know about this selfie phenomenon. Just uh, take a second to read this. Alright, we're done. In Ridge Runner Nation, we got a special edition of the rundown coming at you. This is all about Ohio's Backyard Ultra. Special edition, Wesley and I is gonna break it down for you right here. Yeah, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing directly up. Yep. Before we dive into the race, here's a short clip explaining the format of the race. Runners will start at the sound of a bell with the aim of completing a 4.1667 mile course consisting of trails. Runners must complete this 4.1667 mile course in under one hour or their race is over. Runners who complete the course in under an hour will stop, rest, and begin another race on the same course at 8.30 a.m. The race will continue until there is only one person left, hour after hour. Once a runner completes the course alone, they are deemed the winner. All other runners are considered a DNF. So Wes, runners will have to complete this 4.167 mile course in under an hour. And this course is really similar to the original Backyard Ultra course that was put on by Lazarus Lake. Mm -hmm. It's 4.167 miles, has about 544 feet of elevation gain. Awesome. And for this Ohio's Backyard Ultra, it's two loops that you do twice for your 4.167 miles. So and that's for the trail loop. That's for the trail loop and then it transitions over to the road at night for an out and back on the pavement. And that's 2.08 miles up and 2.08 miles back. You got it. So it's going to be exciting to see them on this double loop course. Definitely. Over and over and over and over again. All right, let's get on to your predictions. All so right. here we go. Coming in fifth place, I have a good friend of the show, Tim Crow. I think Tim Crow is the perfect runner for this type of event. Tim Crow has multiple sub 24 hour finishes at the Burning River 100. I think his experience in that race will bode very well for him. You don't think his age plays into like being out early? I think his age helps him here. I okay. think experience will... he's like in his 50s, right? Yes, and right. I think it's gonna help him out here. So and you coming guys in fifth place, Tim you, Crow. But you guys have a little rivalry, right? Like you're in the race. Definitely gonna beat Tim. And coming in fourth place, I have highly touted ultra runner, Lisa Van Waldy, who has multiple long distance race finishes under her belt, including a Vol State 500K finish and other multi-day races. That's crazy. That is crazy. My only concern for Lisa will be keeping pace. Unlike a 48-hour event where you can rest for as long as you'd like, maybe up to an hour or two, you have to stay consistent during Ohio's Backyard Ultra. Nevertheless, competitors should be fearing 
Lisa. Yeah, she's an unknown name that I wasn't familiar with. I'm excited to see how Lisa does because she has that like long multi-day experience, but like you said, has to run 15 minute pace or under. Exactly. And back to my predictions, coming in third place, I have another highly touted runner who I do not mean to disrespect with this placement. Yeah, I'm surprised Be you don't have her higher. Yeah, I mean, because she could easily win the event. I mean, that is easily Definitely. could take the top spot. And that's Mika Thieves. She's completed some big time races like the Tahoe 200, the Moab 240, and the Bigfoot 200. I believe that Mika has the most experience that could translate in an event like this. Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised you don't have her higher, but we'll see how uh, she we'll pans see. out. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And she won the Shawnee 50. Yeah. So she knows this area. Definitely. All right, Wes, let's see your top two. Yeah, second place is a runner who is highly respected in Ohio. Most people know him as a 12-time finisher of the Mohican 100, and that is Gabe Rainwater. Gabe has had one of the best training buildups for this race, focusing on vert, distance and time on feet in his buildup. Gabe has done it all. I expect Gabe to go very far. I mean, you hope so, right? I definitely hope so. <laughs> and we'll see why here in a second. Yes. And before mentioning who I think the top spot goes to, I wanna say that most people that sign up for a last person standing race should want to be the last person standing. I do not believe that this is an event you sign up for just to beat your half marathon distance PR. This is an event you sign up to be the last person. Hmm. So this, this is gonna it. be. So this is why I'm picking myself Whoa. to win the event. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's... There are some really good runners in the field, and what? I expect them all Target to pick themselves back? to win this race. Unfortunately, I would not give myself the one bib. If I was the race director, I'd give the one bib to Gabe personally. Hmm. Okay. This is an event that could go on for a very long time. How long will it go on? I can't wait to find out. I mean, if you if you expect to win, you're gonna hope that like Gabe or Mika or someone's gonna go a long ways with you. Exactly. Because yeah. as soon as the second to last person drops out, I don't want it to end after like 80 miles. I hope we're going into the next night and the third night and the fourth night. Right. And so those are my predictions. What about yours? All right, I'm all about lists, so I'm glad we're doing this top five thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm the race director, so I'm looking forward to just being there, doing my duties, blowing the whistle every. You know, three minutes to go, two minutes to go, and, mm -hmm. and then ringing that bell. Definitely. On the start, so uh, I'll be there the whole time. Like, oh, I expect so. If you guys don't run very far, my weekend's short. If mm -hmm. you guys go till Monday, I'm just, it's a long weekend. Perfect. No big deal. So my top five, and like I said, I've got a good pulse on things. Mm -hmm. A little bit different, a few, a few overlaps, but my fifth place guy is Jamie Hanks. Mm -hmm. Jamie's a Ohio guy who lives in the Zanesville area. He's a super chill guy. He has a sub 24 Leadville 100 mile finish, wow. which is pretty yeah. impressive, but he's super chill, kind of a hippie, lives in a tiny uh, tiny house that he built on wheels. Hmm. Um, so we'll see how he does. If he has the firepower and competitive drive to go after, I think he could be really good because he has the speed to do it. Yeah, he's definitely one person that I just was disappointed I couldn't put in my top five list. It's true. Yeah, yeah, so your fourth prediction. Yeah, and at this point, we're all, they're all DNS at this yes. point, right? Mm -hmm. It only matters who's the last person. Exactly, but if I was, me. If I, well, on your list. <laughs> if we're ranking them down from when they drop out, my fourth to last person is Ann Lang. Mm. She's one of the top females out there with this kind of stuff. She has experience at the Backyard Ultra discipline. Yes. She's a Laz disciple. She went 100 miles last year at Laz's Backyard Ultra. So she knows what this is all about. She knows how to get ready for that next bell. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking for her to do really well. She's also been to the property a few times to mm. check out the course. Yeah. Um, so I think she'll do pretty well. Yeah, I agree. And moving down my list for third, my prediction at third place, Gabe Rainwater. So similar to you, you had Gabe at second, 
But uh, I have Gabe at third. Like you said, he's the Mohican king. Definitely. He has many 24-hour race experience. He's a tough dude from what I know. He also got some speed. He's ran like sub 420, uh, 50K. 50K recently. Mm -hmm. So I think he's got the speed to run under an hour or four miles. We'll just see how long he can do it up against uh, this field. Definitely. And for me, my second to last person, which is also a DNF, mm -hmm. is Mika Thews. I think she's a beast out there with, the, with her 200 mile race experience. She was second place in the Tahoe 200. And she does have the speed, maybe. I think that's the question. Mm -hmm. um, whenever you're looking at this, you have to have the endurance, but you also have a level of speed to be able to complete uh, you know, 15 minute pace over and over on these trails. So I think we did see that at the Shawnee 50. Yeah, pretty she was able there. to do pretty well. So I'm excited to see how Mika does. Cool, and my top prediction. Here it is. For last man standing is Troy Allen. Hmm. Troy Allen's a name that might not be as recognized in the ultra running ranks, but he's kind of a beast. If you look at his ultra running uh, resume, his ultra sign up score and stuff, he's got 800 mile races under his belt. A lot of those are the toughest 100 milers out there. A lot of those are under 24 hours, but he's also ran up to 137 miles for the 24 hour distance. So he has his speed as well. He's young, he's kind of that hippie, ultra running uh, personality out there. And he's also been on the course to train a little bit and he's awesome. seen the trails. So my top prediction to win this thing is Troy Allen. And so to wrap it up here, Wes, how do you see this playing out? I see it playing out really interesting. There's a couple of really good competitors that weren't on this list. Some of those include like uh, Chadwick Robinson. I think he's gonna do really well. He's got a uh, donation he's got set up to see how many miles he can run and loops he can run. People so, donate per mile and stuff Exactly, for him. so that's super exciting to see. I'm excited like, to see how the young OU trail runners do. Yes, there's uh, four of us that'll be out there and I think it's gonna be super interesting. In addition, Cam Wrench, 21-year-old um, from Columbus will be out running the race too. So. A lot of young people in the race. So again, there's some older people, and I think it's going to be a good balance. Yeah, I mean, my hope is that it just goes as long as it can can go. So like 150 plus, I'd love to see several people reach that 150 mile uh, milestone. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's going to be one of those things where there'll be a handful of people that kind of get into that 120, 130 range. And then the way it usually plays out at Big's Backyard is that two people separate, mm -hmm. and then they go on for many, many more miles. So I hope that happens here where you know, the field gets weaned down, two people remain, and then it's just a, a one-two battle the rest of the way for like, I don't know, 12, 15, 20 hours. For sure, and that's when the game and gamesmanship comes into play. For sure, I think It'll that's what it's all about. Cool, well, I'm excited to see everyone this Saturday at Ohio's Backyard Ultra. Yeah, tune in, Facebook, we'll try to put some up, uh, updates up there um, throughout the race. Me, not you, hopefully. Yes, I mean, fine, I can, I, I can do it if I want. I mean, yeah, theoretically. I mean, hey, if you wanna risk getting some uh, Facebook time, that's all your choice there. <laughs> okay. And with that, we do want to cover some race results from last weekend because there were some good ones. The Buzzard Day Trail Race took place in Hinkley, Ohio this past weekend. This race features distances of 100K, 50K, and 25K. This year happened to be the year of the mud. Lots of mud out there. How awesome is that? In the 100K, we saw David Peterman take the overall win in 11 hours, four minutes. The top female was Jennifer Russo in 13 hours, 54 minutes. In the 50K distance, we saw a familiar name take the top spot, Ohio's Ultra Runner of the Year. Yeah. Last year, Travis Zipfel, who ran four hours, 33 minutes. Yeah, way to get that result this year, Travis. The top female was Melissa Overly in five hours, 38 minutes. Great job to all Buzzer Day runners. And now for our Strava Rundown, where each week we highlight all the interesting activities and achievements from runners all across the East Coast. If you want to get noticed on the rundown, Join the Ridge Runners Club on Strava by hitting the link below. 
What are you doing there? Oh, I just wanted to show all the other OU students that are running the race this weekend what my back looks like so they can keep an eye out for it. Okay. <laughs> Jamie Hanks ran on the Hangover Trail in Sedona over the weekend. Hey, didn't we mention him earlier? We did, yeah, he's a popular guy. Yeah, he is this week. I'm going to stop talking, but check out these photos. Thanks for the awesome photos, Jamie. But reading the comments, it looks like you're possibly scoping out a new town to move to. We'd miss you in Ohio, if that's the case. Yeah, don't go, Jamie. And everyone's favorite Masters runner, Gene Dykes, has been on a tear completing races this year, but he posted on Strava recently, saying that he, quote, survived this workout literally, in quotes. After turning around on an out and back route, he came across a bad accident where a high-speed car flew off the highway flipping over and landing on the other side of the route that he was running. Gene wrote that you never know when your number might be called and that he was just 10 minutes behind schedule. He would have been stuck behind a rock wall in a hard car. Mm. So uh, yeah, pretty close call there, Gene. Steven Cameron ran the Yeti 711 race over the weekend. This race is a 35 mile race with an actual Yeti at mm. the finish line. This is crazy. I thought it was like a 711. Like, Not the gas station. Oh, okay. Yeah, crazy. My bad. My bad. Steven is the king of selfies and took these photos with the Yeti. We'd expect nothing less. Great race, Steven. And it looks like standout track runner Tony Tokovich was back on the track doing workouts this past week. Awesome. He was running fast, 1,000 meter repeats, but at some point he knocked out his tooth. I don't know how this happened. I'll have to get the details on that, but check out this pic. Ouch. Yeah, yikes. Looks good on you. Hockey player, rugby. Definitely, know, yeah. Some kind of contact sport. Not running, for not, sure. Not track. No. One of Ohio's best, Mike Cooper, Coop. was out the door at 3.49 a.m. for a 12-mile run and had it finished all before 5.15 in the morning. And just so everyone knows, if you start to run before 4 a.m., Strava categorizes it as a night run. Wow, that's good to know. Yep. And just for kicks later in the day, Coop ran 16 more miles to make it a 28-mile day. That's crazy. Good job, Coop. And Ohio University student and Mac cross-country champion, someone who was on our show, the Trail Talk show. Definitely. Josh Park ran a New York City half marathon over the weekend and finished in 67 minutes and 22 seconds. Crazy fast time, 5.09 pace, mm -hmm. mixing up with some professional and Olympic runners. So great job, Josh, on your super impressive half marathon. And Robert Hill also ran the New York City half marathon and he finished in one hour, 24 minutes. He said that he thought he was going a little fast but decided to keep going. I like that philosophy. Awesome race, Robert. Yeah, when it gets hard, just keep going. Definitely. And before we sign off here, I just wanted to state how incredibly annoying it was to see all the Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ, whatever, going to the Brown stuff. It's all over Strava even. Strava, listen, it's Facebook, Twitter, that's all for that kind of stuff. Strava's for running and activities. Ah, Browns will still not make the playoffs, sign it. Do you wanna make a bet? Yeah. Cool, we'll make a bet because Browns are definitely making the playoffs and winning the AFC North, so. What's the bet? I don't know, what do you want it to be? I don't know, chocolate milk? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and with that, thanks for tuning into this week's Rundown from the Ridge Runners. Be sure to check back next week while we'll deliver news on Ohio's Backyard we'll Ultra. see who won the prediction contest. Yes, Lake Martin 100 miler, Terrapin Mountain 50K, and more. In addition, subscribe to our YouTube channel and smash the bell below, and you'll be notified every single time we release a new video. If you enjoy our shows, hit the like button and share it with your friends. Remember, you can find us in podcast form on Apple, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm your host, the better host, Wesley Harden. And I'm your faster host, Michael Owen. And we'll see you next week on The Weekly Rundown.